Thank you very much, uh, Hillary. I want to thank a, a new sponsor that is uh, coming onto the program. It's actually a new book called Not Free America. Uh, it is uh, written by Mike Donovan, and this guy has fought tyranny for uh, many, many, many years. Is the founder of the nation's largest pro bono civil rights law firm. As Donovan puts it in his new book, Not Free America, our Bill of Rights has been under attack for uh, long, long before COVID-19 or George Floyd's murder. If you refuse to surrender your liberty to any earthly power, this is a book you need to read. Not Free America solves the issues of the citizens being used by the government. It's more than a book. It actually has a solution in it. I want you to visit NotFreeAmerica.com. Take the Liberty Pledge and order your copy today. Find out how to stop the overreaching abuse of our government and what actions you can take uh, that will make things much, much better. We have to work together and do better to fix our ever-compounding liberty crisis in America. If we can unite around the concept of liberty, we can create lasting greatness. Remember, the most significant changes usually come from a crisis. Do your part. Visit NotFreeAmerica.com today. That's NotFreeAmerica.com. Order your book today. I kind of thought that we had no problems here in America. I can't believe we would need a book like that. Oh, we don't. We wait till you hear the show. We have no problems. Oh, good, good, uh, good. Yeah. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ah, 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 ah. good news from The Economist. They project the Democratic nominee Joe Biden will win 350 electoral votes, far above the 270 needed to win the White House. In addition to the polls, and the model relies on individual states, political economic factors, and notes that states with similar demographics are more likely to move with each other. They say that he's also going to win 54% of the popular vote, beating Donald Trump by over eight points. It also... Gives Biden a 95% chance to win Wisconsin and Michigan, 91% chance to win uh, Pennsylvania. So that's great. Oh, and they also say, mm, tipping point, uh, we're going to lose the Senate as well. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Good news. You have got to take this seriously. All hands on deck. This is the last gasp of america this is the last gasp of freedom that is hyperbole normally when you would say that or i would have to project way out but i don't have to in the next 20 minutes you will see exactly why this is the last gasp of our constitution it's beyond hanging by a thread there, Joe Biden and his administration are giant scissors, and we'll show you what he's about to cut in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
Okay, well, if you haven't thought about security at your home, you might want to. Uh, there are over 200 protests. Several cities now are preparing for riots, which is what we normally do here in America. I got a story coming up where it talks about uh, how, you know, America has a very violent past with protests. We do? Since when? When do we have really violent past? It's called the Tea Party, Glenn. Oh, that's right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right, Stu. <laughs> I forgot we were on new history now. Simply Safe will help you protect your home. Simply Safe will make it easy and affordable to have the best home security on the market, state of the art equipment, round the clock monitoring. It'll make Simply Safe the first name in the business. And for 50 cents a day, you can have the peace of mind knowing that your home and your family are kept safe. Right now, visit simplysafebeck.com. Get a free security camera plus 60 day risk free trial with any new system order that's uh that's at simplysafebeck.com nothing to lose just go to simplysafebeck.com oh it's great now i have a i have another poll that came out actually i have two polls that show the exact opposite of the one i just told you about we'll get to that here in just a second but let me give you some uh, stories this one from usa today Tabitha Converse is quietly preparing for Election Day and the weeks beyond by stocking her basement pantry with canned goods, toilet paper, and other basic supplies. She's even persuaded her husband to buy a hunting rifle just in case. It just seemed, well, stupid isn't the right word, but it just doesn't make sense to be ill-prepared, she says. A lifelong Republican who voted Democrat in the presidential race for the first time this year. A civil war? Yeah. Well, it could last for years. We don't have a year's worth of supplies, and if it went on for years, well, I told my husband, you could always go out and shoot a deer. No, sweetheart. And I say that with love and respect that all sweethearts des- uh, deserve. But um, that's not exactly the way it works. Um, because you voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. May I remind you where they stand on gun control and the Second Amendment? The biggest mistake that Bernie made, the Senator Sanders made, he voted to give the gun manufacturers, the only major industry in America, a a, a loophole that does not allow them to be sued for the carnage they are creating. First thing I'll do as president is work to get rid of that. It's going to be hard. I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. There is no rationale to own a military-style weapon, an AR-15, that if, if, you need, if you're rifle. a hunter and you need an AR-15, you shouldn't be out there hunting. I'll require really? that we support the ATF in taking the licenses of gun dealers who violate the law. You don't need an AR-15. It's harder to aim, it's harder to use, and in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. In the process of doing that, we have collected over 1,200 firearms from the hands of individuals who were on a list because they were known to have purchased a firearm and they were known to be a danger to themselves or society. I introduced the first assault weapons ban. I, in fact, got it passed. I'm the only guy that beat the NRA twice. This is not about saying we're going to take everyone's guns away. We're saying we need reasonable gun safety laws, including universal background checks. And to your point, Chris, a renewal of the assault weapons ban is just the right thing to do. There's no threat to the Second Amendment 
by telling people there are certain weapons they cannot own. Okay. Well, let me give you one more, and I have to kind of translate as we go along because uh, it's hard to hear. But this is just Joe Biden um, uh, just a couple of months ago talking to somebody who came up to him in a crowd. I want you to listen. Beto says you're going to take guns. I didn't say that. It's not true. It's a lie. Your voice, you said you were going to be taking our guns. AR-14s are going to go. Don't try me, pal. Look, here's the deal. You're going to be able to own a machine gun? Own a machine gun? I said, are you going to be able to own a machine gun? So he's uh, he's saying AR-14s, which everybody has an AR-14. Uh, AR-14 machine guns? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They're all machine guns. And why do you need 100 rounds? I don't know. Um, if somebody's coming to my house, uh, I, I want as many rounds as it's going to take to stop people. You know what I mean? If somebody is coming to attack me, if a mob is coming... Uh, I want as I want as many rounds as we possibly can uh, ever have. Does the military say, "Come on, come on, come on"? How many rounds do you really need to protect this pr- platoon? Here's another idea. Uh, don't ask me what I'm doing with it. Leave yeah. me alone. It's none yeah. of your business. Thank you. Uh, well, uh, the woman who is a Republican who voted Democrat for the first time is expecting a civil war. Um, she said, and now listen to this, listen to this. The angst follows months of widespread Black Lives Matter social justice protests. More than 90% were peaceful. But some conservative news outlets and GOP leaders, including President Donald Trump, have pointed to looting and destruction to argue that more federal law enforcement is needed to guard against violence, aiming their message squarely at suburban women. On the other side, there's the fear that right-wing anti-government extremists responding to the largest civil rights movement in 50 years have now aligned themselves with Donald Trump. After years of growing hate crimes and violence, experts say there is a concern that armed right-wing terrorists might take to the streets if there are delays in the election results or an unfavorable outcome, such as Democrat Joe Biden taking the White House. While the U.S. has a long history of violent protest from the fire bombings and shootings at abortion clinics by anti-abortion extremists to the 25 committed by left-wing weather underground terror group opposing Vietnam racism, experts say widespread predictions of election-related violence are unprecedented. Further fueling the potential violence, the staggering number of guns bought this year. Gun dealers in June ran more than 3.9 million background checks on purchasers through the National Instant Criminal Background Check System, the highest number ever recorded in a single month. While background checks are not an exact measure of gun sales, they are widely used as a proxy. The violence will occur either way, says Gallagher. I don't know who Gallagher is. I must have missed it someplace else. If Biden wins, it'll be an excuse to try to delegitimize the results and go after perceived enemies on the left. 
And, of course, that means labeling pretty much anyone you disagree with Antifa. But I worry, too, if Trump wins, this will signal to those far-right groups that have supported him, extremist groups like the Oath Keepers, Proud Boys, and other groups like this, that they will see this like open season and go after people that have been opponents of Trump. So even if he wins, you know, I think violence is going to happen. It's just going to be an opening of a door. May I suggest... If you are promoting this and you're expecting it, you will get what you expect. I don't expect that. I don't want it. I pray against it. Please, Lord, please protect us. Please thwart all of those that are trying to create violence. Please let those who are, are, are smoke and mirrors be defeated, be exposed. But Amnesty International documented about 200 violent conflicts between protest groups out of approximately 12,000 protests nationally. Most violence occurred, according to Amnesty International, when armed right-wing groups showed up. Oh. Trump has repeatedly said several cities with Democratic mayors are going to hell. They've called him Satan. They've called him Hitler. They've called him Mussolini. He's warned more cities will descend into chaos if Biden wins the presidency. Yes, it will. What makes you think that it won't? What, what, what evidence do you have that shows that Biden and the left want these things to stop? They are being funded by left-wing billionaires. That's what's happening now, it didn't help at all. Oh, the Republicans, they, they, they took extremist Amy Coney Barrett. And they confirmed her last night. Let me just give you some of the headlines, some of the things that were said. This is uh, Kamala Harris. Today, Republicans denied the will of the American people and confirmed a Supreme Court justice through an illegitimate process. What's illegitimate about it? Where is it illegitimate? It's not illegitimate. Even Jake Tapper has gone on and said there's nothing non-constitutional or unconstitutional. This is exactly what the Constitution spells out. All of their effort to gut the Affordable Care Act and strip health care from millions of people. Oh, we won't forget this. Is that a threat? Because it sounds like a threat. Uh, the uh, left-wing anti-Trump group Indivisible said Mitch McConnell and his Republican cronies affirmed Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court, tarnishing the legacy of the late Ruth Bader Ginsburg and undermining whatever remaining faith the public still had in the court as an institution. So now they don't have any they don't have any faith in the Supreme Court. Let's make this clear. The Supreme Court is now under the control of six far-right ideologues who have been chosen and confirmed not to administer justice, but to administer the wins for the Republican Party. Amy Coney Barrett is a threat to health and safety of all Americans. Oh, okay. We also had uh, Ocasio-Cortez. She tweeted, expand the court. Elon Omar, expand the court. Uh, she said, we are going to take back the White House and the Senate next week with a resounding uh, mandate from the people to fight back against Trump's illegitimate stacked judiciary. Really? 
um, uh, Talib said, we must expand the court if we're serious about transformational change the people are crying out for. So they know already they have to change the rules. You know, I listened to one of the most obnoxious twisting of history I have ever heard from the New York Times. And that's saying something. Did you hear it this morning? The 2020 election? I didn't Tell me the, the 2000 election? I thought you might have been referring to their electoral college history from last week, oh, which no. was utterly amazing. Oh, it's so they, they are just twisting mm. all of history. And, you know, they were they were twisting how uh, Gore, they were saying Gore just wanted some simple changes and the Republicans, this is the exact quote, I think, uh, the Republicans were saying, hey, play by the rules that were all in line. And then they made that sound like it was crazy. It's like say, getting to the end of the Super Bowl and saying, oh, you know what? Our team didn't win. You know what? We got to change some of the rules. Let me go back and look at some of those calls with these new rules. No, you play the game under the rules and it stands. They're doing this again. They know they can't get these things done. They know it's not constitutional, so they're going to gut the Constitution. If you vote for Joe Biden or you don't vote, you are you are voting uh, for the destruction of the Constitution. You are. No vote is a vote. You have to take a stand. This is and I hate this phrase. Let me, so let me change it. This is the last election under the Constitution of the United States as understood by the founding fathers if the Democrats win. This is the last time there will be a Supreme Court that actually decides what is constitutional and what is not. Instead, it will be a rubber stamp to move all of this Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, unconstitutional bullcrap through. You will lose the Electoral College. You will lose the filibuster. You will lose the Supreme Court of nine justices. This is what this is about. This is not about Donald Trump. Don't think this is about Donald Trump. This is about ending the United States of America as we know it sponsor this half hour so much more to tell you blinds.com changing the window coverings in your house is actually no small feat if you want it done right you're not going to wing it and put up any old thing you're going to go to an expert right well blinds.com has been in the business providing quality and affordable window coverings for over two decades now and they're going to make sure that you not only get the blinds, the shades, or whatever type of covering that you want, but also that it looks great and it's not going to cost you a small fortune to buy. It's blinds.com. There is um, uh, there's somebody every step of the way to help you. They have over 30,000 five-star customer reviews, and they guarantee the perfect fit for your windows. So go to blinds.com now. Enter for your chance to win your holiday home makeover worth $2,000 and check out this week's special savings on the top quality blind shades and interior shutters and more. No purchase is necessary. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go there now. Blinds.com. See details. 10 seconds. Station ID. So Joe Biden has come out and said, look, the Supreme Court is a lifetime appointment. I'm not going to attempt to change the the term of the Supreme Court. 
Oh, okay. Well, that's good until he follows. Uh, There is some literature among constitutional scholars, however, about the possibility of going from one court to another. So you wouldn't just stay the whole time on the Supreme Court. So the president would just transfer. Oh, you know what? This time you're not on the Supreme Court. Uh, You're on the Skagit Valley Court. Excuse me? (laughs) Uh, Where is that? Well, you know, he's got some scholars that uh, know all about this. Meanwhile, last night, Senator Ed Markey said we must expand the Supreme Court. I will vote next year to end the filibuster so we can expand the Supreme Court to get back the seats which have been stolen by the Republicans over the last four years. You know, I am sick and tired of this. For the last 20 years, any time the Democrats lose, it's stolen from them every single time. Sorry, as as uh, Barack Obama said, elections have consequences. They do. And I know the consequences of Joe Biden being elected. You're going to destroy the Constitution. You will pack the Supreme Court. You will change and change out the uh, judicial appointments that that uh, Donald Trump made in the lower courts. You're going to end the filibuster. You're going to add states. You will make sure that there there is no way a Republican is ever uh, elected ever again because you're just going to do whatever it takes because the ends justify the means to you. Well, that's not the American way of doing things. That's fascism. That is authoritarianism. That's what that is. And that's what we're up against. Coons said hundreds of Trump's lower court judges shouldn't be allowed to sit peacefully peacefully we have a wide open conversation now on how to rebalance our courts yeah the two supreme court seats have been stolen through these processes and uh, just wildly hypocritical um they've used everything to jam through partisan nominees but we've got to look at our federal courts as a whole because we've seen hundreds of conservative judges put on circuit courts and district courts all over this country in the last four years yes that's the president's job In many cases, they were too young or too unqualified or too far right to be allowed to sit without our reexamining the process, the results and the consequences. So they went through the process. It was all done. It was all confirmed. And now you want to go back and look because they were. Let me quote uh, uh, too young, unqualified, too far right to be allowed to sit peaceably through our reexamining process. So, I mean, why would you say it can't sit? Peaceably. Wait, why would you? What does that mean exactly? Is that a threat? The answer is yes. By the way, uh, looks like Senator Warren, we're, we're looking at possibility of Bernie Sanders being your labor secretary and Senator Warren, because she has pro Scranton values, she's she's being talked about as our Treasury secretary. Uh, usually, usually you kind of look for somebody that, you know, won't spook the markets, but they say this time with so much at stake, the inequality exposed and heightened by the COVID crisis, we need to have a treasury secretary who puts working people first. This is the Glenn Beck program. It is such an important day next week. Raycon, by the way, vote today. If you have voting at a voting booth early. Uh, in your state. Raycon, your wireless earbuds. 
You could pay a ton of money for Apple iPods like I uh, have done over and over again because somehow or another my kids, my kids get them. And then they're, I don't know, Dad, you had them. Oh, did I? Or you could shell out half of the money and get a product that not only sounds good or better, but also fits your ear like a hand in a glove. And it's Raycon. Raycon, the everyday E25 earbuds. Best earbuds Raycon has put out yet. They have six hours of playtime. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. More bass, more compact design. Gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. They don't hurt like the stupid Apple AirPods. Um, They don't fall out of your ears like the stupid Apple AirPods. And they're half the price for a limited time get 15 percent off in addition right now to your order at buyraycon.com slash beck that's buyraycon.com slash beck do it now raycon wireless earbuds buyraycon.com slash beck one week left to get your blaze discount 30 bucks off your annual subscription go to blaze tv.com slash glenn the promo code is glenn This is the Glenn Beck Program. Let me give you some good news. With 1,294,660 ballots cast, the GOP leads the early vote in Wisconsin. 42% GOP to 36% Democrat. About 46% of the estimated total votes of 2020 have been cast. In Wisconsin, you can register and vote the same day. Still a close race. Over the last few days, Republicans have stormed the polls and are beginning to take the lead in early voting in several states. Um, this is this data is derived from actual ballots cast the sample size larger than any poll. Um, they say it's very accurate in determining the voter uh, preference. The data does not account for specific demographics or sen- uh, uh, or uh, segments of the electorate that still have to vote. So that is that is good. They say what's worrisome for Democrats is the absence of youth voters. This is something that they always get wrong in the polls. Democrats are always expecting the youth to show up, the 18 to 29-year-olds. They don't usually show up. The only time it's ever happened is with uh, Barack Obama. Voting is now up 309% from this time in 2016 than 2016. The raw numbers show the youth vote up. In 2020, as a percentage of the electorate, uh, 18 to 29-year-olds cast only 5% of the total vote. In 2016, they were 17% of the vote. The data suggests young people are not showing up at the same rate as they have in even 2016. Good. So, yes, this is a this is a good. uh, What happened in was it North Carolina or South Carolina? There's the, the Republicans are 10 points behind. Pat, I think you were saying that. What was that number? Yeah, uh, he's he. Uh, yeah, the Republicans are ten ten percent behind, uh, and at the same stage in the twenty sixteen election, Hillary was up by thirteen point five percent. And wait, was and, that and Trump still won? And it was that South Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. I mean, it's like you know we mentioned this off the air, but uh, in Pennsylvania, it's sixty four to twenty five Biden. Now, again, when we say Biden, we're summarizing here. It's just party registration. All these Democrats could be voting for Donald Trump. We don't Mm -hmm. know. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to party registration, it's 64-25. 
And that's big. Voting is compared to 2016 is up 955 percent. Wow. Now, a lot. This wow. is what's so weird about this election. It's like the COVID changes all these rules like I, I don't know what you can take out of this honestly i i really don't know what to read into it states right next to each other with the same demographic breakdowns have completely different results mm-hmm. like i don't know what quirky thing is going on with the data or if it's just everyone is very indecisive <laughs> well who knows but it, it's it's hard to read things out of early vote if you go crazy with it you you'll get really excited or really depressed and you may 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 very well be for no reason but so far, we are seeing massive numbers. I mean, way beyond anything we've ever seen. So over 60 million people have already voted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about, you know, they expect about 155, 155 million here for the total. Might be the most, uh, the biggest turnout percentage-wise since 1908. Did, 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 you, did you hear? Feels right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you yeah. hear that uh, some Democrats now are asking for their ballots back? Yeah. After the uh, the Hunter Biden, yeah, and especially they're, they're allowing those people to go back in and yeah, get their it's, ballots. It's legal in seven states, and Pennsylvania is one of them. Michigan's another. So there are some swing states that you can, but you got to consult your local, you know, uh, voting authority and find out how you do that because it's different in every. I state. find that that amazing. Yeah, you know, for somebody who had voted <laughs> early for Biden. And then they see the the news for them to say that's enough for me to change my ballot. I uh, that that uh, that doesn't bode well. I think for Joe Biden, if this news would have gotten out, which is why the press didn't do anything. Um, I I want to I want to play something uh, that I find really telling. Uh, let's play from Kamala Harris uh, the two cuts. Let's, here's cut one of Kamala Harris on sixty minutes. You're very different in the policies that you've supported in the past. You're considered the most liberal United States senator. I, I somebody said that, I, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate <laughs> stage. But yeah, well, actually, the nonpartisan GovTrack has rated you as the most liberal senator. You supported the Green New Deal. You supported Medicare for All. You've supported legalizing marijuana. Joe Biden doesn't support those things. So, are you going to? Bring the policies, those progressive policies that you supported as senator, into a Biden administration. Good question. What mm-hmm. I will do, and I promise you this, and this mm-hmm. is what Joe mm-hmm. wants me to do, this was part of our deal. I will always share with him <laughs> my lived experience mm-hmm. as it I relates to will. any issue mm-hmm. that we confront. Mm-hmm. And I promised Joe that I will <laughs> give him that perspective and always be honest with him. Okay, stop. And is that- so she is. So she Great. is. I'm going to bring my lived experience. But here's the problem. Uh, you're the most liberal. <laughs> oh, my. my. <laughs> Why is she laughing? Every time she is asked mm-hmm. a tough question, she laughs. Yeah. Listen to the next one. And is that a socialist or progressive perspective? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is the perspective of, of a woman who grew up a, a, a go, the black child in America yeah. uh-huh. who was mm-hmm. also a 
prosecutor who also has a mother who arrived here at the mother. age of 19 In, from India. Hardly anybody has also, that. Also, you know, oh, likes hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Well, I want to give you I want to give you the opportunity to I mean it's uns- it's a, seriously, it's uns- stop. It's unsettling. Mm-hmm. It's unsettling. She's going to be make no mistake. She's going to be the president of the United States if Biden if, wins. If Biden wins, she will be the president. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Biden's not going to be the president for a while. But he's not going to last for four years. We all know that. We all know that. This is the next president of the United States. And, you know, I'm really glad because when I said the president was a socialist, uh, I was called a racist. I'm glad to see now it's not racist. It's funny to be called a socialist. (laughs) Oh, man. Golly, no. (laughs) I can't answer that, so I'm just going to laugh hysterically. <laughs> Socialist. <laughs> well, everything you believe in is right from Marx. <laughs> I mean, can you answer the question? I mean, <laughs> why did you? I mean, you're belittling the honest question here. That, and there wasn't an additional set thing said to joke or anything. He just started laughing hysterically so in the middle just- of silence. <laughs> So some would say that uh, you got in, cut a deal with Biden, that you would actually be the president. At some point, he would just step aside. (laughs) Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you're are you at least a progressive? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just uh, I think maybe we should pay attention uh, <laughs> to that just a little bit. By the way, the the media has excused uh Joe Biden's apparent Bush Trump mix up. Did you hear about this? Yeah, it's, I think he's talking about George Lopez. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to. <laughs> I just want to play this from mm-hmm. yesterday if we still have it. Could we play when Joe Biden uh, starts talking <laughs> about we're going to have another four years of, uh, of uh, Bush? George. George. Listen. This is the most consequent, not because I'm running, but because who I'm running against. This is the most consequential election. Uh, in, a, in a long, long, long time. And the character of the country, in my view, is literally on the ballot. What kind of country we're going to be? Mm-hmm. Four more years of George, uh, mm-hmm. George, uh, he uh, is going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world. Four more years of Georgia, uh, George, uh, G- George Lopez. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's, that's what he's thinking. This is not being said by a nobody. This is the Washington Post. My God. The Washington Post is saying George Lopez makes more sense uh, than, uh, you know, than George W. Bush does. Well, yes, yes, that's. That's true, uh, but so does George the Curious Monkey. I mean, that's read every night, and we're going to have another four years of George the Curious Monkey. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. Not at all. 
Uh, he was talking about George Clooney. He really likes George Clooney, and he was thinking about another four years of Clooney movies. <laughs> what a ridiculous explanation for that. Going to have four years of George Jetson walking the dog <laughs> on that automatic treadmill. <laughs> Holy cow. The press is just doing everything they can. Everything they can. <laughs> <laughs> Kamala, that's, uh, there wasn't anything. <laughs> All right, let me talk to you about relief factor. You know, um, I used to suffer from frequent, almost debilitating pain. If you can relate to that, I have something to talk to you about. You need to swing for the fences. I lived with pain far too long before I found the right thing. I mean, I tried... Everything. And I, I got to the point to where I was, um, you know, I'm just going to live this way. I don't do that. Don't. Now is the time. Today is your opportunity to reach for the bootstraps and pull yourself up by them and get out of pain. Try Relief Factor. It's not a drug developed by doctors. And 70% of the people who uh, try it go on to order more every month. Why? Because it kicks pain out of your life. Just try it. See if you're one of the 70% that it works for. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. Hey, here's something the mainstream media is not going to tell you. Uh, U.S. incarceration rate fell last year to its lowest level since 1994. There were 33,000 fewer people incarcerated in state and federal prisons in 2019, down from 1.46 million uh, at the end of 2018 to 1.43 million. The overall incarceration rate fell 419 to every 100,000 U.S. residents. That's a 3% drop from 2017 and, uh, sorry, 2018 and 17% down from 2008. The total prison population hit an all-time high in 2009. Uh, Hmm. Who was president in 2009 and who was vice president? Uh, George W. Bush was president in 2009 (laughs) until January 20th. Right. Yeah. You're forgetting about those first 20 days when all the people were arrested. Uh, It has fallen by 11 percent as states passed a wave of bipartisan criminal justice reforms. Ah, bipartisan. I mean, it was. But who was the one who passed all of those? Kim Kardashian. She was the one responsible (laughs) by every media report. Holy cow. I mean, obviously, you know, a 2009 number, right, would have a lot to do with what happened before that. It's the first year of a new president. Mm -hmm. But still, like that... Again, I get get so confused by these incarceration numbers as if they're supposed to tell us about what's fair and what's not. Right? Like, if you make... You set rules, right? People can either follow them or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Right Mm -hmm. now, that doesn't mean we don't change the rules if they're not just right. Of course we do. But that doesn't necessarily mean just because there was a lot of people who committed crimes and went to jail for them does not mean that like there's some inherently racist policy going on. In fact, it's kind of racist to assume. Wow. I don't. 
if Joe Biden gets in, I'm going to be the first to tell him, you've been the head writer on this program the whole time. And <laughs> it's don't. your racism <laughs> that even. made me say all of these things. And mm. you're the one that should go to the gulag. Um, <laughs> if you uh, if you're excited about this next story, you should vote for Joe Biden. Tampon brand Tampax. Uh, There's no story that starts this way that I'm excited about. Oh, no, you're going to love this. Okay. Procter & Gamble shared the message that, fact, not all women have periods. Okay, yeah, that's a fact. Also a fact, not all people with periods are women. Hmm. Let's celebrate the diversity of all people who bleed. Oh, my gosh. I, I was right. I, no story that started that way. I could be excited about. Tam, uh, Tampax included the tag, uh, hashtag myth busting, hashtag period truths, hmm. and hashtag trans is beautiful. This, this, is, this is crazy. You want to talk about misogynistic. <laughs> You want to talk about you're erasing women. You're erasing them. Now, men can have periods, too. No, no, they can't. So no, they can't. Uh, trying to just break down what they're attempting here. Are they attempting just can we talk actual real human language here for just a mm-hmm, second? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. they're saying, I think, is that a woman who is now saying they're a man still needs Tampax. Is that basically what they're saying? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they want now, to make sure they maximize their no, market demographics no, no, no. to include women who <laughs> yeah, used to no. who now say they're men. Here's what they're really saying, because I translate uh, bullcrap into English all mm. the time. I used to speak bullcrap. Uh, being an alcoholic, I spoke bullcrap fluently for years. Mm-hmm. Okay, So what they're saying is, hi, we're Procter & Gamble. We're a huge corporation, and we don't want any risk, and we want to make sure that we say the politically correct thing because we don't want to be a part of the cancel culture. I mean, we'll be a part of it. We'll make sure we're saying all the right things so you can cancel other people, but please don't cancel us. So if you know that in English, uh, I don't know my brands of tampons, but Tampax and... Uh, and anything really Procter and Gamble would probably be off the list if, uh, well, I'm a guy. I was going to say if I went out and bought tampons for me, but <laughs> of course I can because I can get a period too. No, I can't! The Glenn Beck Program. Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of... Let's be honest, the Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycons every day. E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon, co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, 
American financing. Uh, you've got we're seven days away from the <laughs> fundamental transformation of the United States of America. By the way, have that uh, five days ready for us. What is that on the Thursday, right? We'll oh, right. The Barack Obama away. quote. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we have very little time to get a lot done. Um, and if you are looking to get your mortgage down, it is going to be a lot harder to get uh, a loan for your house. And uh, it, everything is going to change uh, next week if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris win. Please be prepared for it. If we have unrest, you know, through January, it's also going to be very, very bad for the economy. So please, if you're paying 4% or more on your mortgage or your credit cards, my gosh, how much are you paying there? 15%? Just call the people at American Financing. Talk to them about a refi or a consolidation loan or a brand new loan for a mortgage. It's American Financing. They'll get you the lowest rate. Stu just got a rate in the twos from American Financing. Call American Financing right now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. Chuck Schumer said yesterday with the Amy Coney Barrett uh, confirmation, it's, I'm quoting, one of the saddest days, the darkest days in Senate history. <laughs> really? That that was? Wow. Uh, I want to look at your perspective. <laughs> Get things uh, get things in order, because I think there's been a lot of other things that have gone on in the Senate that were a lot worse than that. But this is giving them the excuse to call her illegitimate, even though the process works exactly the same every single time. And uh, too extreme. Too extreme. So they're going to have to pack the court. We'll have more on that later this hour. Also, Selena Zito is with us. Selena is the reporter that called the election last time. She got it right because she listens to the people and not to the rest of the press. In fact, she just got rid of her Twitter account, so she's not listening to everybody else, and she just... Anyway, uh, Selena is joining us to tell us what's happening on the ground in a very important state, Pennsylvania. And we begin in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So not really the year for vacations, uh, you know, 2020, even though we've all really needed one. Uh, If you're a timeshare owner, your annual destination probably went to waste. And it probably wasn't the first time that you weren't able to book your vacation where or when you wanted to go. So let's be honest with how uncertain everything is right now. You think you're going to be able to use it next year? I mean, you're still going to have to pay for it. Oh, and you get all of the upgrades that you have to pay for. That is so great. How about you pay for something you can use? Because there is a way out. 
It's called Timeshare Termination Team. They're going to help you get out of your timeshare legally. They're going to get it canceled for you, and you can take control of your life again. In fact, they have a 100% success rate of getting people out of timeshares legally. It's Timeshare Termination Team. Get a hold of them today. Get the process started. Don't keep putting it off and getting stuck with another year of timeshare that you won't use. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare. Make sure you tell them that I sent you at 888-GET-YOU-OUT. That's 888-438-8688. 888-GET-YOU-OUT. Or you can go online at timeshareterminationteam.com. Selena Zito is uh, with us. She's the national political reporter for the Washington Examiner a columnist for the evil New York Post and the co-author of The Great Revolt. Hi, Selena. How are you? Good morning, Sunshine. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm really good. I'm really good. How are you feeling about what the New York Post has uh, done with that Hunter Biden and those lies? You know, I, I'm, I applaud. You know, our job as journalists is not to take a team over the finish line, but to come uncover the uncomfortable facts. And that is what the New York Post has done. And I think that it is incredibly telling that our cultural curators, all of them, uh, this time it is uh, social media, big tech, are punishing them for for doing essentially doing uh, doing their job. And I, I think that when you meddle in things like that and you silence things like that, that you um, are doing not only a disservice to your uh, consumers or your audience or whatever, um, but you are also um, stifling the ability for people to um, read about it. But, you know, people find ways to read about it. Because yeah, I think they've made this story even bigger. Right. Um, Selena, right. let me let me talk to you now about Pennsylvania, a, a state you know very well. You've been traveling back and forth. You've been talking to people. Um, there's a couple of things that we need to address. First of all, the riots in Philadelphia yesterday uh, caused when police shot a black man who was not unarmed is coming at them with a knife. It was all on on tape. Um, is this going to help or hurt in the election? Well, I think that um, the, the the challenge for Democrats um, in this instance is that uh, the black vote has as little um, uh, trust in either party to um, to uh, have their back. And they're going to I don't think that they're necessarily going to say this is Donald Trump's fault because it happened in Philadelphia and it happened it happened in the city of Philadelphia. And the people that have um, sort of the, the control of the city of Philadelphia are Democrats. Yeah. And, and Wildly so corrupt city. Much much more local than national. I think but what I'm what I'm asking you about is the let's say the suburban voters and the voters that look at Philadelphia and see riots on the streets. Um, is this going to uh, be good for Democrats or bad for Democrats? Well, so here's what I think. I think um, suburban Democrats or suburban Republicans who could find no reason to come to, to, to vote for Trump are, are going to do one of two things. 
they're going to vote for Biden because they think this what happened is an extension of Donald Trump. I don't know why. Um, uh, But also, I think it gives reluctant Trump voters who are afraid of of Biden's policies, but are, um, you know, face the peer pressure of living in the suburbs. They're going to people tend to vote not for themselves, but for their communities. And a lot of people don't vote ideology. They vote for the person who has their communities back. I think in that way, the Trump benefits, they either vote for him or they don't show up. So let's talk about Washington County, because you have a examiner article where Trump's 2020 coalition must come from in Pennsylvania. Talk to me about Washington County. This is the largest producer of natural gas among all of the counties and the second largest producer nationwide. Yeah, so Washington County to me is sort of the boilerplate of what needs to happen in counties outside of Allegheny, where Pittsburgh is located, and outside of the Philadelphia Kohler counties. Now, in 2016, they came out at about 2,000, there, there were 10 of them who were not convinced that Mitt Romney was a good businessman, who were convinced he was the guy who was going to actually come to their desk with a box rather than build a new company. And they, they saw in Trump that he would be the guy that restarted things. And so they, they, they took a gamble and they voted for him. If there were 10 counties that just needed to turn out 2,000 more votes over what Romney did, and uh, they did. Now up to, and, and he won. Donald Trump won because of counties like Washington County, who have been dominant Democrat registered parties for years, forever, since like the 1930s. Wow. The FDR and the New Deal coalition came in. Now, you, Trump needs not only those 10 counties, which is also Erie, Luzerne, Westmoreland, Butler, and Beaver, but they need the additional counties that run across the top of the state who are conservative counties, but they were un, they didn't show up in the high number for Trump, mainly because these are farmers and, and gas workers who thought that Trump in 2016 sounded more like a liberal New York Democrat than a conservative. Mm-hmm. Now he has delivered, and all, all Trump needs is about 50,000 votes total out of all eight of these what I call heat counties. And no matter what happens in Philadelphia or, or in Allegheny County, that vote will um, exceed the vote that the Democrats have. Not by much. It's going to be close. But if Trump wins, it's on the back of those voters plus the voters who put him in office in, in 2020. So those are the counties I'm watching election night. If they have a high turnout, uh, or it, that is telling me that he is on the road to victory. So what do you, what does your gut tell you? Cause he, he not only needs at least what he got last time, he needs an additional 3% of the vote to, yeah. to offset the numbers that have, have, uh, have changed <laughs> since 2016. Um, and I think, I think if the president wins 5%, that's enough to offset any of the shenanigans or anything else. Does he have a, do you, you, are you seeing signs that that's happening? Oh gosh. 
2016, I thought the signs were over the top. You know, I saw houses with Trump on the side, painted on the side. I saw barns. I saw a horse uh, with Trump painted on the side. Um, this time, people don't have one sign. They have nine. They also have two flags and a four by eight in their front porch, awkwardly covering the front window. <laughs> um, the enthusiasm is there. And I want to be clear, he doesn't need three, Trump doesn't need 3% more of all in, uh, throughout the state, just in those rural counties. So that's about two to 3,000 more votes in, in some of these more rural counties. And, I, and if people go to selenazito.com, I lay it out completely like every county to watch i wouldn't watch philadelphia first of all i don't even think they'll have their um their numbers in until at least friday um but i would see what was the enthusiasm in the rural counties which we are going to be able to see uh uh probably faster than philadelphia and and the collar counties Selena, I don't know what you're doing and who you're with, but I'd love to have you on uh, our coverage uh, for the uh, for the election. If you would wouldn't mind dropping Absolutely. in and, and uh, telling us all about uh, Pennsylvania and what you're seeing on um, on Election Day. Uh, are, are, uh, I would absolutely love to. All right, Selena, thank you so much. She's the national political yeah. reporter for the Washington Examiner, columnist of the New York Post. Uh, she does dispatches from Ohio and Pennsylvania. By the way, do you have any information on Ohio, Selena? Oh, yeah. I wrote also, go to selenazito.com. It's about the third story down. I say if, if Ohio is about three to four percentage for Trump on election, go the polls going into election day, uh, uh, the, the democratic wave that people in D.C. and New York have been writing about and was honestly very possible. That means it's gone. And and that means that Trump um, at least is standing a better chance in Pennsylvania and Michigan and North Carolina um, states um, that are a little more democratic than Ohio. But if Ohio is coming in at like a three to four to five percent win for Trump, um, all things are even going into election night. What did he win last time in Ohio? I think it was eight percentage points. Um, I, I, I actually think that it's going to be maybe six percent in Ohio. Um, and I did a good layout of Ohio as well um, a couple days ago um, for the examiner. If y'all just go to my website. And check it out. Selena um, Zito, uh, Selena Zito, Z I T O dot com. Selena, the um, uh, the polls are showing the exact opposite. Are you meeting very many people that voted for Trump last time and are not voting this time for him? I've never met that person. You've never met that person. I've ha- never met that person. Uh, it doesn't mean they don't exist. I'm sure there is. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Um, there's there's all kinds of social pressure with in particular with the suburbs. But what I tend to meet are people that I mean, there there is a story I have uh, of, of a line of people um, in Cambria County, home of Jack Murtha. You remember Jack Murtha, yeah. um, Glenn. Um, this 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 county has always been Democrat registered uh, county line of people who voted for Clinton and were changing their party registration to Republican. That is now a Republican county. It blows wow. my mind that Cambria County, Johnstown, Pennsylvania, um, is now a Republican county. Hmm. Selena, thank you so much. God bless. Uh, she is. Uh 
She's an amazing reporter, and she is the one that said right after the election, the problem is, is that uh, the media took his words literally and didn't take him seriously, where the voters took him seriously but didn't take his words literally. Uh, I thought that was a great understanding of Donald Trump right after the election. Selena Zito, um, thank you so much. And you can find her at selenazito.com. Sponsor this half hour is Honey. Weather is cold. Man, in Texas, oh, God. It was like 51 yesterday. Frigid. Frigid. I mean, basically, it was like uninhabitable. It was snowing Mm -hmm. or felt like it could. 51. Anyway, the weather's beginning to turn and, you know, riots in the streets and whatnot. We'll be able to keep our hands warm, you know, as we walk through those riots and the fires. Anyway, if you're going to be shopping online, uh, when you shop online, you should be shopping with honey. Running in the background, finding and applying all of the promo codes and coupons available and saving you money. It's absolutely free. You're never going to pay a dime for it. And in fact, you can even earn gift card rewards when you shop with Honey. And most importantly, your information isn't harvested. Uh, Honey makes all of their profit on the seller side of things. So Honey has already found 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. What's it going to find for you? Don't wait. Get Honey for free right now at joinhoney.com slash Beck. If you do online shopping, you need Honey. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. Start saving on your online shopping right now. Joinhoney.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. The Notorious ACB, the T-shirt, available now from uh, Blaze Media. Just go to shop.blazemedia.com, Notorious ACB uh, T-shirts. Amazing that here she is confirmed last night. Clarence Thomas swears her in. And, you know, like, here we are, you know, we're an hour into the show. And it's like, like that would have been, you would have thought that would have been the biggest story of an entire year well that was the lead story when we first started today but we didn't start with her we started with what the democrats said yeah the democrats are saying you know this is it we're gonna we're gonna stack the courts we're going to change the judicial judicial system entirely yeah i mean it it is it, it is fundamental transformation it is a changing of all the constitutional rules if they win it seems they're all admitting it they're oh, yeah. all admitting it, and they're all admitting their idiocy when it comes to like they're like, well, like you know, uh, originalism. Amy Coney Barrett says she's an originalist. Well, I'll tell you what: if you're an originalist, then you believe in slavery, <laughs> and then you believe in then you believe women shouldn't vote. Wait, what? they all make the same points. Like, do you have any idea what this word means? It doesn't mean that any, it, originalism means whatever we had at the start of the country, we still have. Like, no, like the the amendments count. In the Constitution, that's part of the Constitution. It's the whole process. Just like you, our issue with you is that you want to amend the Constitution without amending the Constitution. You just want it to say things that aren't in it. What you need you to can do, change you the can Constitution. change it. It is a living document. If you amend it, you just want to do that without amending it because it's too hard. Because it's hard. Because mm-hmm. the whole point of the country here and the way it was set up is to make it difficult to change the fundamental precepts of it. And instead, they want to just be, look, well, we don't really like that thing. And other people are opposing it. So how do we get it? 
if we don't just change the rules, we can't get the things we want. Well, yeah, that's kind of the reason why they set it up this way. But they keep thinking this 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 idea that their desire for something means it's in the Constitution. That's not how the Constitution gets amended. You don't just get to wish it into existence. The, and that's what I, hopefully Amy Coney Barrett will will make more of a... Uh, well, she will concrete that a little bit. Well, she'll have two months to do it. If, if they win... She'll have about two or three months to do it because they will, within the first 120 days, Joe Biden has said he's going to act. Again, they need the Senate to do this, too, we should point out. It's not just the presidency. Correct. The Senate is vitally important uh, here because they can block all of this stuff if the Republicans hold the Senate. And the Republicans, while they will, you know, they will flake on a lot of different things. They're not going to flake on court packing. I don't I don't I really just don't think I mean, if you get rid of the Electoral College, you start adding states, you start packing courts, changing the the entire system of the judiciary. I, I just don't think states will stand for it. I really don't. I mean, I don't know. Look, I, I really, truly believe if there's no funny business, if nobody is trying to, you know, fiddle with the numbers and and win this in a court of law, um, if, if and the only way you'd win it in the court of law is if there's accusations of some sort of funny business that somebody's doing something to the ballots or we're finding new ballots. If none of that happens and Donald Trump loses I really, truly believe that the American people will accept the consequence of that election. Mm-hmm. However, I don't, I don't know if that's going to if that's going to be allowed to happen. You know what I mean? Um, because they're going to start. There are already two hundred uh, protests that have been planned, uh, and we're going to go through some of them. And the 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 problem will come on a Biden administration. After he's elected, the problem will come if you start to actually change the Constitution without changing the Constitution. Just start packing the courts. That's when people will won't stand for that. And I don't think a lot of Democrats will stand for that. But they're going to do it anyway. They're going to try to do it. And that's why the Senate is so important. It's why the presidency is important. If you get one of those two, you only need one of the two to stop all the craziest things they're trying to do. Uh, just need one of the two. Yeah, but you you don't make progress on anything with one of the two. But no, you do stop well, progress the craziness. Yeah. Again, they're not going to get the house. I mean, it's basically if you get the Senate and the, I think you can make progress on a few things. I mean, courts, uh, courts, right, courts can still continue yep. with the Senate. Yep. Vitally important. This is the Glenn Beck program. All right. There's a man sitting at a computer right now. Eating his Cheetos and wiping orange dust on the carpet of his mom's basement. Do you have a camera in my house? (laughs) (laughs) Well, this guy is doing something interesting on that computer. What do you know? It involves your bank account. Oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gee, I wonder how he got enough of your information to start playing around in your account. Well, this criminal mastermind with the Dungeon and Dragons t-shirt might just cost you a bundle. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet and cybercriminals keep finding new ways to steal identities. And you could miss certain identity threats if all you're doing is monitoring your credit. 
Fortunately, there's LifeLock to protect you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off now. LifeLock.com. One week to the election, one week to take advantage of the Blaze TV discount. 30 bucks off your annual subscription at blazetv.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome. On a personal note, uh, my daughter is having a very risk, risky surgery uh, as we speak. Um, I would be at the hospital if I could be at the hospital um, because of COVID. She can only have one visitor mm. per day, and uh, she selected her sister to stay with her uh, overnight. So Hannah is at the hospital, and Mary is... Uh, uh, Mary's a warrior. She is. She's having one test, and it's a... It's uh, one last test before her brain surgery, and it is a, a significant test that uh, the doctors, you know, said would give us, you know, real results. But uh, it's a risky test and uh, could cause strokes uh, during the during the uh, operation. So please keep her in your prayers uh, for me, if you will. All right. Uh, let me let me go through a couple of things here. First of all, uh, did you see CNN's uh, Chiron on Amy Coney Barrett last night? Did you see this? No, I, I mean, you'd have to be watching CNN to see it. But <laughs> right. Somebody on our staff was and caught this. Um, can you can you put the full screen up, please? There it is. Look at this. Trump's Supreme Court nominee about to be sworn in at White House at another potential super spreader event. <laughs> Come on. Uh, by the way, for, they all were uh, either either completely social distancing because the picture they're showing is the people on stage who were not wearing masks. But everyone in the audience was wearing masks. This They were much more separated than the last time this went on. I think they've learned some lessons from the last one. Not to mention a lot of the people had COVID there. Right. I mean, yeah. You know, Amy Coney Barrett had it a long time ago and the president obviously had it. So, I mean, uh, unless Justice Thomas, you know, gets it from, I don't know, somebody else, he's not getting it from those two. And like, I'm, I'm not in favor of um, big restrictions, uh, you know, obviously on these things from the government. I will say I would like Clarence Thomas to live in a bubble. Uh, he oh, should I... he should not be able to be exposed to any germ of any sort. Uh, he's the most important man in America, in my view, and uh, I don't want him. He is the real stalwart. He's the guy oh, who, yeah. and I don't. I want two of them. I want Amy and uh, Clarence both. Oh, I the want them all time. healthy. I yes. want them all healthy mm-hmm. for a very, very long time. But Clarence uh, Thomas is the man. Let's be honest yeah. about it. And uh, I, I was. Do you know what the process is, Glenn? On who swears in 
the no the, i don't the, I, I wonder if she chose if she chose clarence thomas damn is that a good sign i i really hope that's i'm just gonna believe that actually not even gonna look into it i'm gonna believe she <laughs> look chose into it, look clarence into it. no look into not. it i refuse to look into it i want to believe a good thing for once <laughs> i really hope i that's salute I you on that i do <laughs> salute you on that there's I been want- many things that i look at just recently i i look at some of the polls and i'm like nope, i'm not gonna read that one you know nope. people say living in denial is bad no but you, i mean you no. know all, you know what here's the thing all those people sitting in those little t- tubs of goo in uh the matrix were happy they were happy they didn't know anything was going they wrong were at all happy. they were in a wonderful yes. life and they didn't have any they challenges <laughs> and they got fed every day they were happy they were happy they, were they happy. lived and they leave they, me in my pod yes, yes what is it red pill blue pill whichever one keeps me in the tub i'm in <laughs> it's a, at this point in 2020 oh. You have to believe that. I mean, think of what has gone on this year. And I'm not saying, oh, please, I can't wait for 2021. It's going to be worse. (laughs) Whatever it is, it's it's going going to to be be worse. worse. You know, the amazing thing is, is that um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg said, what was it? A 60% chance that we're already living in the matrix. If this is the Matrix, I'm really pissed off. How bad did it have to get for this to be the easy way? Oh, oh. I, I was it. Was it Mark Zuckerberg or was it uh, Zuckerberg? Who said that? It was Zuckerberg. Yeah. Who said that. Yeah, or was it Elon Musk or something? I thought it was. I thought it, it was Zuckerberg, but it, one of these tech guys, yeah, 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 Teal. Yeah. It, was yeah. some, it was some one of these tech guys who did yeah. this. Uh, but yeah, I, I, this would be the worst Matrix ever. They did say in the Matrix, I believe, if I'm remembering my history well from the documentary, The Matrix, <laughs> that they initially created the Matrix for everyone to be happy and everything was perfect. And then right. stupid people were like, I don't know. This is I'm, I can't deal with this. I want more strife. That's America and that's, that's in 2020. Now. Yeah. It's like, hey, you guys uh, s- stopped slavery and you've uh, healed a lot of racial wounds. What What's going on now? I can't believe these statues of the people who used to do it. <laughs> Burn the city down. <laughs> like, what? It's nuts. Oh, we are it's, crazy. We are. We are. We are going to be looked back at as a crazy group of people just crazy yeah. i i mean look we've got we went through this a million times but it's like things are better in so many ways than they, we've, they've but ever the been the good news is <laughs> and we just we're going to reverse that policy yes remember i told you yesterday about the great reset yeah do we have the economic forum video by any chance i want to read this to you because it's just music but it was something that that's on the world economic forum and tell me how great this is watch watch the screen here it is eight predictions for the world in 2030 from the world economic forum you'll own nothing and you'll be happy Uh, Whatever you want, you'll rent, and it'll be delivered by drone. (laughs) Uh, The U.S. won't be the world's leading superpower. Oh, thank God. A handful of countries will dominate. You won't die waiting for an organ donor. Mm, That sounds pretty good. Uh, you won't, we won't transplant organs. We'll print new ones instead. It's pretty good. You will eat much less meat. An occasional treat, not a staple, for the good of the environment and your health. Oh, good. A billion people will be displaced by climate change. (laughs) Oh. Uh Uh, We'll have to do a better job at welcoming and integrating refugees. Polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide. There will be a global price on carbon, which will help make fossil fuels history. 
You could be preparing to go to Mars. <laughs> Scientists will have worked out how to keep you healthy in space. Start a journey to find alien life. Western values will have been tested to the breaking point. Checks and balances that underpin our democracies must not be forgotten. Okay, that last one, that last one, really important. We're not doing it. In fact, the World Economic Forum is calling for the Great Reset, which would get rid of all of those checks and balances. When it said Mars, you said the same thing I did when I first saw it. Yeah, I want to be on Mars. <laughs> I'd want that would get me. Hey, you'll never be able to return again. You might die. Sign me up today. What am I doing? Uh, uh, poop potatoes? Okay, I'm in. Yeah, sign <laughs> yeah, me up. With I'm going to be Damon. making I'm in. Yep, I'm in. Uh, well, can I address one of the claims they make there? Yeah. Which is fascinating. Uh, so the billion people that will be displaced yeah, by climate, climate change. change. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you get to that number? That's a fascinating number. A billion people is a lot of people. Sure. So what you do, first of all, is you take a scientific estimate as to what things like sea, sea level rise. Right. Mm-hmm. And what you do is, of course, take a ri- the range of their estimates mm-hmm. and you take the absolute worst case scenario. So that's okay. number one. Right. Of course, you start doing that. But that's okay. not enough to get to a billion people displaced. What you also need to do is act as if human beings would do nothing to try to change this outcome. So, like, let's say, Glenn, you live by the water, right? Yeah. And the, the I'm Barbara level- Streisand. I believe yeah. in climate change, and I've got my house <laughs> on the beach. Right. Yes, I got it. So, the, the sea level starts to rise. Yes. Okay? Keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. And every year, you look at it, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Look at the sea. It's getting higher and higher. What should we do? Let's just wait. And let's not do anything the entire time. We're not going to build seawalls. We're not going to go build uh, flood uh, systems out in the water like they've done in many countries and have solved these problems completely. You don't move. You're not going to. Right. Well, <laughs> displacement is what they're saying. They're going to well, be forced but wait, to Wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Displacement, it was followed by refugees. Right. So if so a billion gonna... people, you, you if you saw it coming for 10 years, you or longer. move. Right. And But what they're saying is the water will c- keep coming up. And it'll fly. Think of New York City, yeah. right? The water keeps coming no, no, no. up. Let's think of Barack Obama's house. Okay, Barack Obama's house. The water yeah. keeps coming up, uh-huh. and Barack just stays there. Uh-huh. And eventually, the water is so high, he's forced to leave and become he's a refugee. on his roof That's with a sign. That's how you get to a billion people. Help, help. Right? And the, and the National Guard of the Coast Guard, they don't see that sign. They don't do anything. So they don't do anything. So that's what happens. Okay. Instead, what actually happens has happened in European countries. It's happened all over the world. You come up with systems to limit the downside of flood, right? You put up everything like galveston is a good example they had this really bad hurricane that almost wiped out 100 100 years ago had all these problems they built a seawall so then they don't have as many problems anymore you Mm. you you do things to adapt to the changes you Mm. don't just sit there and go oh my god the water is lapping up into the living room how much time do we have honey well then explain venice <laughs> we're all, there you go we're all going to be venice one day i mean like these no, things but venice they've been doing this right. for hundreds, hundreds of, years. of years it's like not new technology hundreds of years that city has been sinking yeah and surprisingly the technology is even better now where you can at, you could do all sorts of things including systems in the water that minimize uh these floods and look we all understand this and everyone knows this is true well, right? you don't just sit there and let look, the water lap into your mansion. Here's the you thing. go and you, you move. 
right? Or you change or you you adjust the circumstances so it doesn't affect you. You, They're basically saying everyone in this giant area is just going to leave at the last minute and become refugees. Oh, my goodness. Here's what that's what you concentrate on is is the billion people. That's not going to happen because what they just said is going to happen is exactly what Joe Biden is denying that he has said on the campaign trail. This is the this is the great reset. So that bans fracking, that bans petroleum and oil. First, it just taxes the snot out of it to stop it, to get people to get out of that industry and find something else. So uh, that's what Joe Biden has been talking about on the campaign trail the whole time. Uh, But what I really liked is that you're not going to own property and yet you're going to like it. Now, is that a threat or just a prediction you're not going to own property and you're and you'll like it or is it you're not going to own property and you will like it i have a feeling (laughs) i have a feeling it's more the second than the first you know me i don't like to get to preachy um but I'm going to get preachy because it's a cold for there is big mobile companies out there and what they're doing with the money that you get that you send them every month when they overcharge you. A portion of that is going to horrible causes like Planned Parenthood and anti Second Amendment causes. I mean, you know, you might not stress too hard on the gun rights, abortion, freedom of speech, freedom of press. I don't want any of my money going going towards things that stop our freedoms or go to uh, killing babies. Thankfully, there is an alternative. You don't have to be with Big Mobile anymore. Patriot Mobile is there and they don't donate to leftist causes. But in fact, they do donate to conservative ones. They do believe in life. They do believe in the Second Amendment. They do believe in your rights as outlined by our Constitution and Bill of Rights. I know that's dangerous nowadays, but that's who they are. You need to stand with them. You don't have to give your money to Big Mobile anymore. Everyone's on the same towers, the same sticks. Get off and go with people who are actually working with you to save America. It's Patriot Mobile. You get the same great coverage, the, I think, better service, and you're going to save money. Call their U.S.-based customer service team right now and switch at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders save even more. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash back. That's PatriotMobile.com slash back. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. If you thought this confession from Biden was bad. I have a transition from the oil industry, yes, because... The oil industry pollutes. Wait until you hear what else radical Democrats have planned for his presidency. Just days away from one of the most important elections of our lifetime, Glenn exposes the terrifying agenda to completely transform America. Watch President Biden's first 100 days, America's dystopian future. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. The uh, the the Bill of Rights is going by the wayside uh, quickly, and especially if we pack the courts. But 
the biggest violator of this now is Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Google. Um, you are losing all kinds of uh, freedoms, freedom of the press, as we have seen. This is not um, a coincidence. Jack Dorsey is an active Democratic donor. He's the CEO of Twitter, uh, the director of Twitter, the executive chairman, uh, matched $530,000 to a donation of the ACLU and has donated thousands of dollars to the DNC and Democratic candidates. The CEO has a history of donating to Democratic candidates. Evan Williams, former Twitter CEO, current board member, donated $800,000 in 2016, 229 in 2018, 4,365 in 2020, and has apologized for Twitter's role in electing Donald Trump. The public policy director in charge of government election partnerships with leading global government and political publishers, including the content strategy for Twitter. She was an intern and press secretary for multiple Democratic politicians. Plus, she worked on the Rachel Maddow show. The senior communications manager, former communications manager, press secretary for Kamala Harris. The former director of public policy left to join Biden's transition team, worked at the White House under the Obama administration, worked under the Hillary campaign. Brandon Borman, the VP of global communications at Twitter, donated thousands to Joe Biden recently and was the media spokesperson for the decision to fact check Donald Trump's tweets. I mean, look at that. This is this is not a coincidence. And by next week, our voice could be silenced or throttled way, way back if we speak out against the conventional approved narrative. It's important that you help us stay in touch with you. Join our free email newsletters or join the Blaze now and get the biggest discount ever at blazetv.com slash Glenn promo code Glenn. Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program Real estate agents I trust. Right now, you're entering the real estate market. You're either going in as a buyer or a seller, and it can really feel like you're rolling the dice and hoping against hope that you hit seven. 
Uh, but let's be honest, in a way, you are. There's no guarantee that the housing market is going to stay stable. In fact, it looks like house values are headed for a plunge in the not-too-distant future, maybe six months to a year. That thought alone is enough to make your skin crawl if you're trying to buy or sell a house. But there is hope. A few years ago, I started a company called Real Estate Agents I Trust, and it was designed as a free service to you, whereby we can connect you with the nation's top real estate agents. These are the best of the best, and they not only know how to get the ball moving, but they will get you moving and keep the ball moving. So don't let all of this uh, get you down. Get ahead of it all today with realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all, and it's free service to you. realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Buy and sell the house that you want to live in. I don't want to waste any time. Uh, I'm looking for somebody that can talk to me about what's happening in the African-American community with this election. How is Donald Trump perceived? What's really going on? We have Jason Whitlock joining us in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. If you're one of those people like I used to be who suffers from frequent, unrelenting pain, the kind that just make you say, I just can't get up anymore. I can't do it anymore. It's time for you to get proactive. You know what causes most of our pain? Inflammation. Our joints swell within our body, and then that just lights your pain receptors up like a Christmas tree. I'm sorry. Is that still? Can we still say Christmas? Yes. And depending on who wins next week. Okay. Now, maybe you've lived with this for a long time. Maybe you think that there's uh, nothing that will ever give you your life back. But I'm here to tell you there is something that did it for me. I went, I mean, I was at the Mayo Clinic. I was everywhere. And things would work for a while. And then they would stop. I really thought I had the code cracked several times. And then it just stopped. Well, something that I've been taking now for three years. Every time I stop taking it, my pain comes back. It works for me. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why would you do that unless it's working? See if you're part of that 70% and get your life back like I did. ReliefFactor.com. Go to ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's ReliefFactor.com. Tomorrow night on Glenn TV. If you thought this confession from Biden was bad. Well, I have a transition from the oil industry, yes. Because... The oil industry pollutes. Wait until you hear what else radical Democrats have planned for his presidency. Just days away from one of the most important elections of our lifetime, Glenn exposes the terrifying agenda to completely transform America. Watch President Biden's first 100 days, America's dystopian future. Tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Jason Whitlock, the host of Fearless with Jason Whitlock. He's a sports writer. Uh, he uh, can be found at outkick.com now. And uh, Jason joins me now. 
Uh, I, Jason, welcome to the program. I want to start with uh, something you just wrote for Outkick. Uh, President Trump's Dragon Energy and Tice's Ice Cube, uh, Kanye West, 50 Cent, and other black men. Twelve years ago, when I trashed Sarah Palin in a Huffington Post column and across social media on a daily basis, no one cared. No one told me to stick to sports. Although a non-voter, my preference for Barack Obama and Joe Biden was quite clear. I'm still a non-voter. But my preference for Donald Trump and Mike Pence now is quite clear. My critics passionately want me to stick to sports. My presidential preference is now offensive. I've sold out. I've changed. I'm a hypocrite. This Wednesday, I visited the White House to interview President Trump. I wanted to probe him on why black voters, particularly black men, seem to be breaking from the facade that he is the grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. What's happening, Jason? What's what's happening in the black community? Well, I, I really believe the facts are starting to speak for themselves and that Donald Trump's record of accomplishment, particularly as it relates to African-Americans, speaks for itself, that uh, he actually has a record to stand on, uh, unlike even uh, Barack Obama. <laughs> When when he was president, I, I don't think he had much of a record to stand on in terms of, hey, what did he actually deliver uh, for African Americans? President Trump has things he stands he can stand on, and you know be, beyond that, I think black people are, understand when he starts talking about black unemployment rate and America's unemployment rate, and and then. When you just add in for black men, the facade we've been putting on as it relates to President Trump is 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 embarrassing, to be quite honest with you, uh, just because we have celebrated him in hip-hop music. Yeah. Uh, we have... Uh, we have been friends with him and socialized with him in every way possible. Uh, from Oprah Winfrey to Jesse Jackson to just any number of African-American celebrities. And, you know, this whole thing that he's, you know, some flaming racist, it just doesn't ring true. And people are having to deal with that reality. And uh, I, I think for black men, it's just his mask, his masculinity, mm. his fearlessness. It just resonates and rings true to us you know i I, jason i got a lot of heat for saying uh i don't know about six or maybe maybe as long as a year ago um i said that donald trump is the alpha male and that he is one of the only uh, examples in in public life outside of sports perhaps that is an alpha that doesn't mind saying, yeah, I'm a man, I'm all man. And you may not like the way he manifests that in some ways, but he's not ashamed of it. And we're living in a culture where we are told to be women. Men are told to be women or damn near. And he's not. He's not. And I think that plays a role in the psyche of a lot of men. I think without question, uh, you know, we've been on this tangent that, like, everything masculine is evil, right. it's toxic, and that's just not true. And I, I think 
for men and a segment of the female population, I think a pretty large segment, we just don't buy that. We, we understand that American freedoms were won through masculinity, and there is a way to be responsibly masculine. Yes. And there's a way to be irresponsibly masculine. We need to get rid of the irresponsible, but to paint all masculinity as toxic and evil and a detriment to the country is just wrong. And I, I just, people aren't buying into it. And at the, look, I think the Black Lives Matter rioting, looting, disrespect, when you have any sort, just 10% Christian values, 5%, it just, it, it, Black Lives Matters and all what we've seen all summer, it just doesn't jibe with any kind of Christian values or faith-based values. American and values. American values. <laughs> it's, but... but Let's say you want to have some anti-American sentiment, because listen, I love my mother. Mm -hmm. She's a hardcore Democrat, you know, hard. She tossed me over a bridge for Barack Obama, <laughs> but I'm constantly questioning her like, hey, how do these policies coincide with our religious faith? This is what's been at the foundation of our family. This is why you took me to church every Sunday as a kid. This is why I was baptized. These things that you're supporting politically, it's so crystal clear now, they don't coincide with our religious what is she, What does she say? It, <laughs> she doesn't have a great answer. She just gets frustrated, and she thinks that she's been convinced that racism is the sin above all sins. And, and I'm not trying to diminish racism. But it is just a sin. It, and, and when I say just a sin, it's, it's no greater, worse uh, than any other sin. And sin, and it's like I explained it, I was like, look, you understand the biblical teaching. Sin entered the world. Unfairness entered the world. And if someone gets angry and says the wrong word, that does not mean they're not human. That just means they're a sinner like you. I've heard you say the wrong word, I've, but does that really drive your actions on a daily basis? And so we've made racism the how you judge people, and uh, and we and the media can define almost anything as racist. So you know, uh, anything can be a dog whistle. So, but how do you? Um have you said to your mom what you said last week uh, about Antifa being, you know, the modern day clan? Oh, of, of course. Yeah, but, but uh, people live in their own little bubbles. And again, when you live in a bubble uh, framed for you by MSNBC and CNN. Yeah. You know, she doesn't Antifa. You know, I, maybe I heard something about it. Joe Biden said it was an idea. She hasn't seen. She doesn't know what's going on in Portland and Seattle every day. She doesn't know that there are paid, organized protesters looting and burning down these cities. Yeah, she doesn't know because her that doesn't get into her bubble. And you know, she, listen. What what I've explained to her, and I've spoken at the church I grew up in, and I've explained to them because I, I still financially support the church I grew up in. But I'm like. We can't let politics become our religion. Amen. We can't 
we can't. And I've asked my mother all the time, and I, I finally got her to quit. But I was like, you can't talk about Trump and Obama more than you talk about God. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's that's not. We can't be that. And some of it is starting to get through. And it, it's funny, Glenn. President Trump gave me a present to give to my mother. <laughs> and uh, I told my mother this when I came back from, I said, he gave you a key to the White House. It's very nice. I'm going to send it to you. And she thought I was joking. And and I was like, no, Mom, I'm serious. And, and so literally her reaction was like, she didn't think President Trump was capable of an act of kindness. That's how much... TV, and my mom's 80, and so, you know, she's at home. She's like a lot of old people watching a lot of TV, and it kind of shook her up a little bit, like, oh, my God, this guy is a human being. (laughs) It's, it's, You know, but, Jason, it's weird because you get I get that reaction. I get that reaction from people who meet me. I mean, I had a guy that was so, that hated me so much that came into a meeting with me. His hands were shaking. He called me the devil when we first sat down. 45 minutes into it, he said, wow, uh, I mean, you are nice. You're a nice guy. And he felt bad. He told everybody after I left the meeting how badly he felt about saying those things. People just don't believe that conservatives, for one, and in some ways, you know, Democrats, are decent people. We just make them into these monsters. If you're on that side, you're a monster. That is the power of social media. And I keep explaining to people, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, they're some of the most secular places on earth. And we've reduced everyone to a tweet that we disagree with yes and we used to not be that way we used to <laughs> yeah, I, I find it like james carville's wife i, I they were on different sides of the political aisle i know and it's like we've illegalized all of that i know and we used to live in a time where people could disagree politically still see the humanity each other still love each other enough to get married mm-hmm. and now it's like oh if we disagree politically you're the worst human being on the world that is how much social media and the mainstream media have divided us. We've defined each other on different sides of the political stripe as evil. And take someone like me, Glenn, I'm not political. I've never voted. It drives my parents crazy. Well, it drives uh, me crazy, too. I, 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 I'd like to, I wanted to ask you that. <laughs> Why have you never voted? Because I don't believe in politicians. I am a person of my word. And so if I say, hey, I'm going to do something, I'm really going to do it. And I'm going to hold you to that expectation. Politicians don't stick to their word. And this is why, and it's taken me time to realize, it's taken me three and a half years to realize it. Like, the reason why I kind of halfway like Trump, he's not a politician. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, my God, the stuff that he actually said he was going to do, he's actually tried to do it and has done a lot of it. That has made me – I've waited too late to register to vote here in Tennessee. If I hadn't, I think I'm to the point I would have voted this election. Because I actually believe the guy. He, you know, whether I agree or disagree, it's like, oh, man, the stuff he says, Jason, he's going to do. I have to tell you, he called me, oh, I don't know, a year ago when uh, I first started saying, maybe a year and a half ago, when I first started saying I was wrong about him. 
And I was wrong about him because I didn't think he'd keep any of his promises because he was a, you know, he's a businessman in New York and there's no way he's going to keep his promises. Um, And I started saying on the air, he kept his promises and I think he's actually doing a good job. Um, And he called me and uh, and he, you know, thanked me for that. And I said, no, you don't have to thank me. It's my responsibility as a as a. Uh, as a decent human being to call, you know, call him as I see him. And I didn't I didn't like you at the beginning and I didn't think that you were going to do anything, but but you did. And so I've got to admit that. And I said, but I doesn't mean I like everything. I said, your your trade policy. He talked to me for probably 25 or 30 minutes about trade policy. He asked me really intelligent questions. He uh, went back and forth with me. And in the end, he said, yeah, I still I I just like trade policies, so I'm still going to do them. He didn't say to my face what every other politician has ever said. Well, you know what? I'm going to look. I'm going to think about that. He didn't. <laughs> he just said, but I don't agree with you. And I loved that. I love that. Yeah, I I think if he would get off Twitter and if I'm hoping if it, when he, if he gets a second term that because he's made his point about the media. And so, and I agree with him about the media being the enemy of the people and fake news. I agree with it. I just like to see him be a bit more kinder and gentler in his second term where it'll just be easier for people to focus on what he's actually done. Yeah. And what he's actually done, particularly for me as an African-American, the support of HBCUs, the opportunity yeah. zones, yeah. Uh, his platinum plan, there's a sincere commitment to make things better for everyone. And again, the America first thing, as I told him in our interview, that's the number one thing for me. And my parent, my mother was a factory worker. My dad was, was a, didn't graduate high school factory worker who then started a bar business in the inner city for factory workers. We got to do something about getting manufacturing jobs back here in the United States so that people like my parents can uplift their children despite them not having college educations or some kind of white-collar job. Me and my brother, and I got a stepsister I'm very close to, all of us college graduates, all of us doing well in life off the backs of factory workers and manufacturing jobs. I love the America First agenda. I beg my mother, watch the inauguration speech. It's one of the greatest speeches yeah. I've ever heard, and he's speaking directly to you. Jason, I, I, I have to run, but I thank you very much uh, for standing uh, for what you believe in, whether we agree or disagree. Um, Fearless with uh, Jason Whitlock is exactly the right name uh, for anything that you do. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. Thank you, Glenn. You bet. Bye-bye. Jason Whitlock, uh, sports writer, outkick.com is where you can find him. All right, our sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. Nothing can ruin your day faster than having car trouble. I mean, have you ever had car trouble? Even, I mean, if you got a big bonus or something and you had money and you were flush with cash, you have tr- car trouble, you'd be like, ah, because you don't ever want to spend your money on uh, fixing your car, ever. No, it just gets you back to the same situation. Yes. It doesn't improve your life, it yeah. just makes it normal. Uh, it's like, that's the way it's supposed to run. 
Uh, I recommend Car Shield. Car Shield has your back when car repairs become a thing that you just can't avoid. And they're going to make sure that you are back out on the road as fast as possible for as little as possible. With Car Shield, you get to pick who works on your car. Car Shield deals with them directly. You don't have to lift a finger or, or wait for a check. Their roadside assistance will make sure you get the car where you, it, you get a car that will take you where you need to go. And you'll have a rental car while you're waiting for yours to be replaced. Don't dread car repairs. Get coverage today. See why Car Shield cars go further. Call 800-665-2157. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 10%. That's carshield.com. Promo code BECK. A deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know what's really sad is I, I look at what happened in Philadelphia last night and I see the chance uh, ain't no good pigs in my hood ain't no good pigs in my hood I have the same bumper sticker yeah me too mm-hmm. and I uh, I have the sweatshirt well it's a hoodie but <laughs> okay uh, anyway I uh, it it really it really bothers me uh, mm. that we live in a time where my kids my older kids. I remember saying, yeah, uh, they used to call police pigs and they were so they were like, what? They had never heard that before. Good. It was from the, your good father. Right. And it, it was something that, you know, had come from the 60s. And now we're doing it again. And a whole new generation is going through. And I think it's because of those damn hippies that just won't let go. They went, they used the capitalist system to enrich themselves. And now as they are going out and they're controlling the world, uh, this is what they do. They just bring it all back and introduce this poison back into our system. Gosh, I don't know where that passion came from there for a second. It seems like I might have something that I should deal with. Well, I'll tell you this. You watched some of the footage last night from Philadelphia where they're burning down, you know, burning cars and all these things. And a police officer gets basically run over by a truck in the middle of the protests. This is, uh, I mean, you know, it's amazing that it's still going on. I could tell you that it's a heck of a, it's heck of a reminder to a very important state in this election, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. as to what is going on in our country right now. This is a, this is, this is your state on fire. By the way. Uh, racial equality. Three out of four people say they've reached the American dream or are on their way. And a majority of black people believe they have more opportunities than their parents. Hmm. 74% say they've achieved the American dream or are on their way. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Quick. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, Let's race to get rid of that whole system that creates the American dream possibility. If you're a fiscally responsible homeowner, there is reason right now uh, that you should be paying hmm, two, three. There's no reason for you to be paying three plus four, five on your mortgage rate for insurance uh, for uh, interest. Day in and day out, we have told you mortgage rates are at all-time lows. Have you taken the 10 minutes to give American Financing a call and find out if refi is the right option for you? If you're looking for a new mortgage or a refinance or a consolidation loan... 
There's a lot of money at stake here for you. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. We are seven days away from the possible transformation of the United States of America. Get your house in order. Call them now, 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. One week left for the big Blaze discount. 30 bucks off your subscription. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. 30 bucks off. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I want to play a couple of pieces of audio that I think are very, very disturbing. This is uh, Chuck Schumer on the floor of the Senate. Now, just understand, uh, 27 times in history, a a judge uh, has been uh, confirmed the year of the... No, no, sorry. Uh, 27 times it's been open for the president to pick right before an election and 27 times they have nominated someone right 27 of 27, 27. Mm-hmm. um 19 times that has gone through and the person has been uh nominated the hearings went on and were uh they were uh, seated as a supreme court justice 19 times that has happened the rest of them it's because it didn't happen. They were nominated, well, but they yeah. but they didn't go through. Why? Because they didn't have the control of the Senate. The president was from a different party from the Senate. So 19 times we have this happening. This time, somehow or another, it's illegitimate. And they are only using this as an excuse. The idea of packing the courts happened long before Ginsburg died. This has been making the circle of uh, of the left for a long time. They're looking for excuses. They're looking for reasons. So they're making the reason to pack the court and get rid of all of these constitutional norms because of Amy Coney Barrett. It is a lie. But I want you to listen to what Chuck Schumer said. Really listen to this. Leader McConnell has lectured the Senate before on consequences of a majority's action. You'll regret this, he told Democrats once, and you may regret it this a lot sooner than you think. Listen to those words. You'll regret this, and you may regret it a lot sooner than you think. I would change just one word. My colleagues may regret this for a lot longer than they think. Monday, October 26th, 2020, it will go down as one of the darkest days in the 231-year history of the United States Senate. I believe that statement to be true because of what he preceded it with. To say this is one of the darkest days in Senate history is not true. That they, what, they did what constitutionally they were supposed to do, and they've done 19 different times throughout history? It's ridiculous. But because of what he said before... It's accurate. He said, my colleagues may regret this for a lot longer than they think. Mm. So in other words, um, when you when you lose an election, you know, you're going to regret this sooner than you think. Okay, you're going to lose the election and we're going to we're going to go our way. Okay, 
But longer, why would it be longer than you think? It'd be longer because you're going to use it to change the constitutional norms. You're going to get rid of the filibuster. You're going to add new states so you can add new senators. Uh, You are going to uh, pack the courts. You're going to start playing with the lower courts as well. So, of course, you're going to regret it longer. You're going to regret it for the rest of your life. Because they are changing the system and people need to understand this. The only one who's not saying it is Joe Biden. But he is saying this yesterday. Listen. Part of your commission, you would look at how long justices serve on the court. Does that mean that you're open to term limits? No, 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 no. There, there, there is a question about whether or not it's a lifetime appointment. I'm not going to attempt to change that at all. There's some literature among constitutional scholars literature. about the possibility of going from one court to another court, not just always staying the whole time in the Supreme Court. But I have made no judgment, my word. My word is about I've made no judgment. They're just a group of serious constitutional scholars <laughs> have a number of ideas Ooh, how they? we should proceed from this point on. And uh, that's what we're going to be doing. I'm going to give them 180 days, God willing, if I'm elected, from the time I'm sworn in to be able to make such a recommendation. So 180 days after he's elected, He's going to have this council of very wise, very wise constitutional scholars tell him different ways they can change the judicial system. So, in other words, Amy Coney Barrett, she'll still be an appointee for life, but she won't always be on the Supreme Court. She might go to a lower court for a while and then she might pop back. Oh, my gosh. Where is that in the Constitution? Where is that? What he's doing is... Is exactly what Stu told me, and I can't believe that I didn't recognize it. He is becoming Philip Drew, administrator. If you're a longtime listener of this program or you watched me on Fox, you know I talked about Philip Drew, administrator. It's one of the worst novels of all time, but it was, uh, it was Woodrow Wilson's favorite book. And it was written by, I want to say, Colonel House, wasn't it? Um, one of his big advisors. And it was uh, it was the way things are going to be in the future, where the president is just a he's just he's an administrator. He doesn't make the decisions. He's just look, I'm going to get a good council. I'm going to get a wise council. And you know what? I completely forgot. You know what? The first thing he does, the first thing he does is make sure that he changes the Constitution and the Supreme Court to be able to be more fair And to be able to get these things through because they're all common sense and all of these scholars all believe in these things. Then he went state by state to change their constitutions to make sure that they lined up with the federal constitution. This is this is the Mm. beginnings of what they were talking about. Then they're doing it. Uh, Look, I'm just I'm just saying we're just talking about it. We're just talking about it. And I'm not going to decide. I mean. Well, you're not going to decide either, but these wise men and women are going to decide. It's fascinating. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it also makes it so he doesn't have to answer questions during an election. I mean, am I going to pack the court? I don't know. Well, let's see what the experts say. Am I going to close things down? I don't know. Let's see what the scientists say. Like He's constantly pushing these things off to other people. Therefore, he can't be held responsible for any of the actions. And it makes it so that we do not live in the Constitutional Republic as designed by the founders, that's for sure. 
And it's amazing to hear Schumer, too. He's like, it's such a fascinating set of arguments. What did the Republicans do that was so offensive here? Right? They named a, a Supreme Court justice and pushed push them through right before an election. And the Democratic argument there is to say, well, back in 2016, you said the opposite. But this was a standard that the Republican, first of all, it's not true. We know historically it's not true. We've dealt with that already. Mm-hmm. But like this was not a standard the Democrats accepted. Right. They fought against it every single step of the way. They didn't say at the end of this, well, I guess you guys won. You didn't get Merrick Garland in there. So from now on, we can't, we will not uh, name any Supreme yeah. Court. They didn't accept that standard. They're using it as just a ridiculous argument. They fought that standard every step of the way. This is what they asked for last time. But see, there are no standards anymore. No. There are no standards. And that's that's what's coming your way if Donald Trump loses. There won't be standards that we all hang our hat on because they'll have the experts look at those standards. These are these are some of the most vindictive, angry people I have ever seen. You don't give power. I can't believe I'm going to quote him again. Lindsey Graham. (laughs) You people want power so badly. You will do anything for it. And I hope to God you never get it. That's where we're at. They will do anything for power. And when they have it, they will not let it go. They won't. We know from we we know from our own investigation and from from documents from the federal government that Barack Obama set up the deep state in intelligence and in the State Department. He he in a way codified it to make sure that it never changed. That was their goal. It won't change. Well, it was an infant and Donald Trump won instead of Hillary Clinton. And that's what they're really mad about. They're mad that they couldn't put the final touches on that system to make sure that deep state was healthy and could withstand any Donald Trump. And it's exposed the deep state. This is what they're doing. They're going to come in and change all the constitutional norms. I can't believe that anyone would vote for a Democrat right now just based on that alone. People that are saying we're going to change the Supreme Court, we're going to pack it. We're going to change the lower courts because the judges that Donald Trump uh, sent in, which many of them they voted for in the Senate, that those people are so radical, they shouldn't be able to uh, to, uh, serve peaceably. What does that mean? They're going to go back in and they're going to go see which ones they don't want because they're too extreme. And if that doesn't work, they'll just start changing the way the judicial system works entirely. It, it is. It, it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse. <laughs> it's a good way to describe it. It is a good way to describe it. And they there are some of them, people like Joe Biden, for example, are trying to push these things off in this, you know, yeah, we're going to do a commission, right? Because he doesn't want to answer these things right now. People like Chuck Schumer, you know, you're a senator from New York. You just blurt it out, right? Your, your constituents are fine with it. And they're blurting out what they want to do with these changes, and we should take them seriously. They will do it. 
never in my life have people said something that is so brazen and so unconstitutional as what's happening right now on multiple fronts, multiple fronts. Yeah. They're talking about changing capitalism, getting rid of capitalism as we know it and getting into some equity business. They're talking about, you want to talk about the stock market taking a nosedive. They're talking about our treasury department being run by Elizabeth Warren. And as, and as if that's not bad enough, the statement on why they said, normally wall street has to be really kind of taken into consideration. So it looks stable, et cetera, et cetera. But because we're in this COVID emergency, equity needs to be addressed first so they don't care what wall street is going to say about the treasury department now i don't want to be dictated to by wall street either but that shows you the level of change they're going to make that if you appoint her the markets will freak out all investment all companies coming to move here, thinking about moving here. If you fundamentally change our economic system, you're going to destroy all of that. It will be the greatest American depression. And we're a week away. Congratulations. It's going to be interesting. Patricia in Ohio writes about uh, giving her dog rough greens, saying he loves rough greens. In fact, <laughs> he whines now if we don't put it on his food. Boy, uh, Patricia, I hear you. Uh, rough greens is like dog crack. Uh, I, I expecting Uno to, you know, turn up running some shell corporation in the Ukraine and raking in piles of cash and sending it to Joe Biden. But I don't know. He's a healthier, happier dog now, and his appetite is through the roof. But he hasn't gained any weight. He's gained muscle. He is so active now. That is not my seven-year-old Uno before I started feeding him rough greens. And every day that goes by, I see more changes in him. Um, I, I haven't. He's a German shepherd with 3,000 pounds of crushing power in his jawline. So I, I haven't tried not giving it to him patricia um but uh, maybe somebody else can try that rough greens not a dog food it's a supplement that you put on the dog food and dogs love it probiotics antioxidants vitamins minerals omega oils these are the things your dog needs to live a healthier lifestyle so get the rough green rough greens jump start bag today for 14.95 start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier just see if your dog will eat it Get the 14-day bag and just see if he'll eat it. If he does, you are on the road to a happy, happy dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Um, you know, uh, today we just wanted to uh, give you a quick, uh, quick study on uh, uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden on guns. We think it's, you know, it didn't come up in the debate. Why would it? It's only the Second Amendment. And these guys are on the record. Here they are. The biggest mistake that Bernie made, the Senator Sanders made, he voted to give the gun manufacturers, the only major industry in America, an, a 
a loophole that does not allow them to be sued for the carnage they are creating. First thing I'll do as president is work to get rid of that. It's going to be hard. I will give the United States Congress 100 days to get their act together and have Mm. the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail to do it, then I will take executive action. There is no rationale to own a military-style weapon, an AR-15, that if, if you need, if you're a hunter and you need an AR-15, you shouldn't be out there hunting. I'll require that we support the ATF in taking the licenses of gun dealers who violate the law. You don't need an AR-15. It's harder to aim, it's harder to use, and in fact, you don't need 30 rounds to protect yourself. In the process of doing that, we have collected over 1,200 firearms from the hands of individuals who are on a list because they were known to have purchased a firearm and they were known to be a danger to themselves or society. I introduced the first assault weapons ban. I, in fact, got it passed. I'm the only guy that beat the NRA twice. This is not about saying we're going to take everyone's guns away. We're saying we need reasonable gun safety laws, including universal background checks. And to your point, Chris, a renewal of the assault weapons ban is just the right thing to do. There's no threat to the Second Amendment by telling people there are certain weapons they cannot own. Wow, I think you're uh, pretty clear. Pretty clear. Shall and not I, be infringed? I thought you that know, was the wording. I, well, what I really like is uh, that if Congress, does, Congress she's going to give them 100 days, and if Congress doesn't act, well, she will just do an executive order and get rid of that pesky little Second Amendment thing.